Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks for taking some time to listen to our podcast this week. I'm joined today by my partner, friend, colleague, tall tall guy. Mentor? <laughs> Let's not go that That's, far yet. Is that a little too aggressive? Spencer Nelson, how are we doing, buddy? Great to be here with you, Brett Patterson. How are you? I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. Yankees are in first place still. I'm going to give an update every week until they win the World Series, Spencer. Toronto, Toronto won the uh, NBA championship. Oh. I don't know if you know about that. Let's keep it. Let's keep it in the U.S. of A. Keep it. <laughs> Our Canadian brothers will appreciate we'll build this. that wall. We have some Canadian. We have some Canadian clients. Yeah, there's no disrespect. Canada. I like Canada. Great Love fishing Canada. up there. Great fishing. Good skiing. Brian went skiing there earlier this year. Good basketball team as well. Apparently, apparently. All right, my friend. One of the roles that Spencer has taken on here at um, at Iron Gate Global is building out and leading our financial planning department. And has done a wonderful job at doing that. And Thank those, you. It's a, yeah, yeah. That's really nice of you. Sure, sure. Well-deserved. And if any of our clients that are listening have done those financial plans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Spencer's done a phenomenal job. And we thought it would be interesting because Spencer and I have these conversations all the time about clients as they go through this financial planning process. And... It always seems like, Spencer, as we have this, that you come out of those meetings and you say, this client was surprised by this, or they learned something by this, or whatever the concept is. So today we wanted to talk about what are some of the big, we call them aha moments, or light bulb moments, that clients have going through that financial planning process. Spencer, what have you seen as you've gone through that that everybody can learn from? Well, and let me say it's been a lot of fun doing financial plans and leading up the financial planning department. We've got some great planners here in the office, and uh, and so it's been a lot of fun to get to know the clients better and uh, and kind of get in the weeds in terms of their details and what's going on in their financial lives. There have been a lot of benefits that we've seen from clients coming in and doing financial plans. Uh, some clients, you know, don't have a great understanding of what's currently going on in their entire financial picture. Others feel like they have a a complete knowledge of every detail going on. I would say in about 95% of the plans we've done, there are these light bulb moments that take place. These plans are taking a snapshot of their current condition, and then we're modeling out until retirement. And we understand that, that life happens and things change. And so it's a, it's a process where we touch base semi-annually to annually to see what variables change. And then we adjust the plan as it goes. And modeling out not just until retirement, oh, but until, until death. death. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a, a really good point. So in terms of aha moments that I want to talk about, the first one it has to do with something that I emphasize a lot, living intentionally. All of us, all of us have a tendency to float with our finances. And when people uh, see what they're actually spending per month, there's a aha. Um, because we all, and, and I will say this, 99% of the clients we've sat with have always at first underestimated how much it costs to live so they give you an idea of their monthly expenses exactly and 
for the most part, they're normally low. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying 99% of the time they're, they're low. They're low. And <laughs> is what, that what you, what do you mean by floating? You said they're floating. What does so that mean? So floating, they don't necessarily know where their money is going. Uh, when I say living intentionally, uh, directing money in, in intentional places what, rather than just spending it here, spending it there, spending it everywhere, which no one wants to just count pennies and figure out all of those details. But if you if you look at it in terms of buckets, they're just money's kind of just floating around and they don't necessarily know where it's going. So when we're able to sit down and review their expenses, we've got some really robust software that does a great job of, of linking to accounts and being able to, to gather data from all of these different accounts. It's a little eye-opening to say, oh, this is what it costs for us to live. And in order to be able to make a plan, understand how much you're going to need in retirement, it's really important to know how much it costs to just live a, a standard of life that you're currently living. So how, and I get this concept completely, the floating, yeah. right? How do people overcome that? What's some advice, some general advice that you seem to give clients? Although people listening, it's personalized to them, right? But there is kind of a generic foundation, or not generic, there is a foundation yeah. that people need to follow. So the biggest thing that we've found is, is I, when I say it again, living intentionally and automatically directing money where you want it to go. And it's amazing to me what I've seen as uh, we have set up automatic payments for people to direct money to their retirement or direct it to another account or you know direct it where they really haven't noticed a difference whatsoever. I've sat down with clients and after we've instituted these things and set up the automatic payments, they haven't noticed a difference in you know less money monthly or anything because that money is just floating. And so they're being able to direct it in, a, in an intentional way towards themselves and their future and their retirement. And it really hasn't affected their quality of life whatsoever, but they're actually hanging on to that money. So the software, it's funny, actually, its default setting has it to where if you don't allocate money towards a specific account, the default setting has that money being spent. And as we researched all the different software, and I asked the question to, uh, to the developers, you know, why did you do that? They studied human behavior. If money isn't allocated somewhere, human behavior spends that money. And so that's the natural default setting in the software. So what a great thing we do from a planning perspective is we just help our clients live intentionally and allocate money. And it doesn't, thus far what we've seen, it hasn't dramatically uh, impacted their standard of living, their current standard of living. So two thoughts come to mind. And autom automating what comes in, right? Meaning... I automate my 401k as most people do. You don't even see it. You don't even miss it. IRA contributions. You set the max on a month, you know, what's the max for 12 months and, and set that average on a month to month basis or any other savings. Save 10% of your, you know, your, your paycheck every year after yeah. all the 401k or IRA. There's a number of strategies. There's a wide variety of strategies. And that's what we do as a planning. We figure out the most efficient Ta from a tax perspective and a returns perspective, where do we allocate that money 
most efficiently. The other thought that I had was, uh, and agree with that 100%, that's why I do it. But the other thought was, I was talking to a client the other day, and we were talking about their RMD, they're in retirement. And he said to me something interesting, and I didn't, I didn't catch up, I, I didn't think about how important this is. But he said, if you send me that RMD in bulk, I'm going to spend it. Break it up over 12 months and automate it. Yeah. Otherwise, you spend it. Yeah. It's human so behavior. it's automating it out and back in. Yeah. No, absolutely. So what's, a, what's another aha moment, light bulb moment that the clients have? So the next thing is that we sit down with clients who have a, you know, a very good annual income and are making you know, good money, we, we, what you would say. Uh, they have a good job. They bring in a good uh, monthly paycheck. And we plug in all the information. And it still, you know, says that they aren't going to be able to retire when they want to or accomplish their goals. Uh, and then what we do is we alter the investment allocation from maybe they are sitting on a whole bunch of cash. Uh, maybe they're sitting in a whole bunch of you know bonds or or whatever it is that aren't gener that are generating anywhere from zero to two to three percent returns, and uh, you know obviously the software is using historical data from the last 100 years of of returns of equities, fixed income, all of those different asset classes, and what we do is we flip the script to where we work with you and Brian on an investment portfolio recommendation. And as we plug that model into the system, all of a sudden, I've, I've seen uh, percentage of success is, is what the, the system kind of spits out. Uh, I've seen percentage of success, meaning that they won't run out of money before they die, go from 15% to 95% just by changing the investment allocation, making sure that these individuals are invested appropriately for the long term, which will help them accomplish their goals. And that could be having a more aggressive portfolio than they'd like. Mm -hmm. Or in some instances, it would say, you know what, you don't need to be that aggressive. You can be even a little bit more conservative. Absolutely. And that's one of the great parts of the planning process is we can go in and, and say, you know, under your current investment allocation, this is kind of what it looks like going forward. We recommend a few changes, and sometimes those changes are to become more aggressive, and then sometimes those more changes, uh, those changes are, hey, you actually can take a little risk off the table and not have to absorb as much volatility. All of these things are kind of benefits of doing a comprehensive financial plan. You mentioned something that we've talked about on this podcast over and over and over. And that is the risk that people become too conservative when they retire. Bonds aren't going to get it done for people right now. Maybe in the future, and we'll adjust the plan. But you need to generate returns, yeah. well, good returns, in order to be successful. Well, based off of uh, one of the podcasts a few weeks ago, talking about middle class and upper class individuals, economic individuals, are living till their late eighties and early nineties. So on you're average, yeah. on average. So if you're if you're retiring at sixty or sixty five, 
you still have 30 years left in you, you know, to, to live Don't based on those numbers too soon. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. It, it, and so, but that's, what's so great about this, uh, you know, putting together a financial plan. The software's really robust. We have some really knowledgeable, good planners as well. And so being able to combine there, there's art and there's science and, and we'll be able to mix it and put it together to be able to help people, uh, you know, accomplish their financial goals. And the portfolio management is so refined. After you go through that plan, we know exactly what to do. We know exactly where to take money out of the accounts. There's so many things that that financial plan tells us. But this isn't a sales pitch for a financial plan. No. no. <laughs> What's the last aha moment? Light bulb moment? So the last aha moment goes towards your RMDs in terms of this software that we have is, is really robust to where it you know, a lot of people, they have their 401k, maybe they have an IRA, they have a taxable account, you know, and they retire and they start taking money from that, those accounts. Some of them have a strategy, some of them don't have a strategy, and they just kind of take an equal amount from each account until it's going. What we've seen is the, it, it's amazing, hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars can be saved by withdrawing money from specific accounts, specific amounts from specific accounts and draining those first before moving on to the next account. And so being able to give them that information to say, hey, if you're intentional with your withdrawals and where you're getting them from upon retirement, you're going to save about a million more dollars than if you just spread it out evenly. And then we implement that for them. Absolutely. We do it all. Yeah. So the one thing I noticed, Spencer say back in December when the market was down 20%, intraday, 20%. And I talked to several clients, and I was texting clients too. And I remember having a conversation with, with one client in particular, and I had this with several, but one client in particular, he said, man, this market stinks. My account's gone down. And I said, well, has your, has your plan changed? We have a financial plan for him. And he said, nope, I'm still on track said, you bet you are. Write it out. Yeah. That plan for people helps keep them calm when the storm hits. And that is so important. And we help them realize that as well. But without a plan, you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, uh, it, it gives us a blueprint. And, and once again, we, a good way to put it, we understand that life happens and variables change. And so the plan, you know, we work with individuals as, as life happens and things change. We modify the plan and we see how those modifications and those changes are going to affect the long-term plan and see what things we need to adjust. But overall, it provides a great deal of kind of comfort and security to clients to know, hey, we're on track. We're on track. We can retire, we can live comfortably, and we're not going to run out of money because that's ultimately what everyone's concerned about. So if somebody's listening and they want a financial plan, which I encourage them to absolutely get a plan in place, we can't force them. But if they want to do it, what, what do they do? They can reach out to me directly, Spencer at IGGA.com, or reach out to you or Brian as well. Obviously, everyone listening would have our email addresses. And reach out to us. You guys will direct uh, direct them to our financial planning team, and, and we'll go to work. And it's a very intensive process. I know that. I've watched it. Uh, I've helped with a few. It's, it's not a two-hour, hey, here's your plan done. There's a lot of back and forth and a lot of research and a lot of a lot of 
fine-tuning. So for that type of intense plan, good plan, detailed plan, what's the cost for a client? So for someone that isn't a client, we charge a flat fee of $3,000. If you're a client, we do it complimentary because you're right. There's a lot of time and energy that goes into these plans. Some are a little more simpler and some are a little more complicated. But what we do is we gather all of the financial data from an individual's life and then we turn over every single stone of how, like I said, how they can be intentional and efficient um, in making sure we're minimizing taxes, maximizing returns, and ultimately preparing them to grow their wealth for retirement. Good stuff, Spencer. Thanks for sharing. Absolutely. So folks listening, if you're interested in that financial plan, certainly reach out. Uh, hopefully you learned some something today as it relates to your own financial future on what most people realize when they go through that planning process. Other than that, have a great day, folks. Until Over next week. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.